deep in the heart of Central Texas, it's the Best of the Outdoors podcast. Brought to you by Texas Fish and Game Magazine, the voice of the Texas outdoor nation. I'm your humble host, Dustin Vaughn Warnke, author, outdoor writer, videographer, speaker, blogger, podcaster, a few other things that I do, but that's okay. Um, really excited to have you guys back on this show. Thank you so much for tuning in week after week here lately. We've been bringing podcasts to you every week here lately. And uh, this has been a blast. I've been having so much fun doing this show. And um, we are having another sponsor of this podcast, and that is CZ USA. And CZ USA makes a full line of shotguns, of rifles, and of handguns. And uh, you may have seen some of their stuff if you ever go to the NRA show, if you ever browse online or browse at your local gun store, you've probably seen CZ USA uh, products around in the, on the shelves. And uh, we're dedicating this whole show to that brand. And uh, we've got some fantastic guests and great content lined up for you on this show. I've got uh, Dave Miller, which is on a CZ USA's Pros and one of their uh, product specialists that is going to be talking about shotguns and the shooting sports with uh, sporting clays, skeet, and trap with us. And then I have Dustin Ellerman from the History Channel's Top Shot. He was the winner of season three of Top Shot, and he is our shooting editor as well. And um, fantastic guy. And we talk about getting kids started in the outdoors or whether you're an adult or a child getting ready to just start the shooting sports, how to guide new hunters and new shooters and how to um, just have fun in the off season when we're not, you know, out there, uh, you know, shooting stuff uh, all the time. It's good times to go to the skeet range, the sporting clays range or the uh, trap range and uh, also time to get outdoors with rifles and handguns and practice safety and uh, all kinds of other fantastic things that we do in God's creation. So I'm really excited that you've taken the opportunity to download the show or stream it online however you're listening. Thank you so much for doing so. This is a dream come true for me to do this show for you guys and I just love, love, love every minute of it. Uh, if you've not done so already, please subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you found us. Uh, that will help other people find the show uh, outside of the Texas Outdoor Nation and uh, listen to us more. And we love to grow our audience more and uh, tell more people about what's going on with our show. Uh, also, if you've not done so, subscribe to the Texas Fishing Game newsletters. I'll talk about those at the end of the show. And uh, you can do all that at fishgame.com. But CZ USA is our sponsor for this show. And they have a fantastic, like I said, lineup of all kinds of different firearms uh, and accessories and everything. And um, you can check them out at czusa.com or cz-usa.com will get you to the czusa website. Have a fantastic lineup for 2018. Uh, looking forward to seeing them at the NRA show and doing some coverage there, which will be on the next show. And uh, just really excited to have the opportunity to share this with you. Can't say enough. So anyway, uh, next up is our first up, I should say, is uh, Mr. Dave Miller from czusa to talk about shotguns. Here we go. Joining me on the phone, Mr. Dave Miller from CZ USA. How you doing today, Dave? Doing great. Doing great. Wonderful. And tell us a little bit about what you do at CZ USA and uh, the kind of events and things like that that you put on and those kind of things. Well, what I do for CZ USA is I wear many hats. Um, primarily, I am the shotgun product manager. I uh, oversee everything that's in our line, uh, our shotgun line, so I make sure that what we have is uh fitting the u.s market i also handle special events such as nra show which is coming up 
Yes. Week after next. Right. And uh, SHOT Show, which happens in January every year. Yes. And Pheasant Fest, which is one of my favorites because I'm an upland bird hunter. Cool. And that happens in the upper Midwest. Yeah. For what, pheasants. What, what town, what well, town does that does that happen in? Well, it could be in Milwaukee. It could be. It was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota last year. Cool. Uh, or this past February. And yeah, it floats around. In pheasant, the upper Midwest. pheasant country, right? Yeah, generally, yep. <laughs> that's what I figured. Um, that's great. So how long have you been with CZUSA? Since, I've been shooting for them since 2009. I still compete uh, for CZUSA. I'm an avid sporting clay shooter. Wow. Uh, I have been shooting for them since 2007, mm-hmm. employed as a shotgun product manager since 2009. Super. That's great history. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um, so I was going to ask you a couple of questions here. What are shotgun shooting options that can keep hunters sharp in the off season as far as what guns and, and, and products that you can engage in or what activities can you engage in, in the off season? Well, obviously, you know, if you want to stay sharp in, in, in the field, uh, hunting upland birds, whether it's pheasant, quail, grouse, uh, prairie chickens, you name it, sure. uh, you, ha- you have to spend some time on the clay range uh, and you have to practice accordingly. So it is, it's important to do that. Uh, a lot of folks don't do that enough. Sure. Therefore, when it comes game time and they get out there with their dog or their buddy's dog or whatever, and they hit the field, <laughs> it takes a little bit. It's a diminishing skill. It's something we have to work right. on all the time. The law of diminishing returns. Yeah. Something you've got to keep yeah. fresh. Exactly. That's right. So, no, that's good. And so, basically, you've got several different, you know, sporting clays. You've got skeet. You've got trap. You've got other other options that are open year-round at most uh, shotgun ranges, correct? Yeah. Uh, skeet's a good one because you can you – can, uh, skeet fields aren't, aren't uh, as readily available as, say, a trap field. Right. But shooting American trap in the style American trap is shot doesn't do a whole lot for our wing shooting skills. Right, because trap is a game that we, where we start the gun at full mount and call for the target with the gun in our cheek. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to be a bird hunter, dove hunter, duck hunter, upland bird hunter, you want to be an avid shooter and a and a, and a and a good shot. Sure, you need to start the gun low. You know, so when you call for the target, the gun is at a forty-five degree angle of the ground, and the heel is off of your shoulder. The butt pads off of your shoulder. And you mount the gun like you would as if you were shooting a bird, you know. So uh, it takes some it takes some uh, preparation and planning. If you go to the local trap range, you want to ask the manager of the facility, "Hey, I'm a bird hunter. Is there any way I can get up closer to the trap house? Sure. Call for the target with a low gun and mount and shoot. And nine out of ten of them will say absolutely. Okay. You know, in in between rounds, as long as it's it's a safe situation. So, you know, it's uh, in between other people shooting, you know, you just make sure it's uh, you, you plan that out. Otherwise, sure. mounting the gun, full mount off the target doesn't do much for you. Okay. No, I'm with you. I yeah. just, we, we've got several different, you know, skeet and trap ranges here in, in Texas. And I've, I've been to several of them and, and I've been to charity shoots and that kind of stuff. I'm sure you've done that kind of stuff too. Um, it's just one of those things that it helps me sharpen my skill or schools me, pencil whips me, if it will, you know, if I'm not practicing, you know, when I should be. So I just wanted to make that point. Right. The sporting clays are probably the best thing because it is a game where, 
you're the only one in the station yes. calling for your targets, and you can start the gun however. I always prefer to start the gun in a low-ready position and then mount the gun into the target, and and that's how I shoot primarily depending on the presentation. Uh, but that's probably a much more effective way to train for mm-hmm. wing shooting in general. So. Super. So sporting clays is really a fantastic because you've got, you know, one station you're at the way I understand it. I've done sporting clays a few times. Um, and then you're basically, your, your, your targets are coming from different angles and, uh, just depends on that shooting station. Correct. Absolutely. You're going to have an A and B target thrower at each one of the stations at least. And, uh, you know, if you get to a station, it's something that doesn't really simulate any type of a bird that you may shoot, skip it go on to the next one sure. you know most plays course across the country have at least 12 stations so yes you can find somewhere to camp out a little bit and bang on some targets to get your skills back into check no that's great yeah mm-hmm. and would you give me a explanation just because some of our listeners may not know what is the difference between skeet and trap and you've kind of explained this to some degree but um give us a rundown okay well american trap is shot on a a a field where there's a trap house that is usually green and they usually are brown and they usually just stick up out of the house about Mm -hmm. two feet and down inside is a great big clay target door and they usually hold 550 to 600 some odd targets uh one big machine that oscillates and the reason for such a big machine is it's servicing five shooters you'll have five positions and uh say you and i are on a on a squad together and i was on the I was in post one. I would call for the target, shoot one, boom, unload my gun, and your turn. Then after we went back and forth, we each shot five at that station. Then we rotate to our right and shoot at the next station. So where you were is where I would move to, yes. and you would go one more over. So that's American Trap. And there's five shooting positions. It's a 25-bird game, and the target machine is oscillating. You cannot see it. Right. It goes out at a 44-degree angle from the from left or right mm-hmm. of the of the middle station of the middle of the house sure so uh it's a great game there's more targets shot most people don't know this but there are more targets shot across the country than in trap american trap than than anything else probably if i was to guess times 10 wow. because it's so easy to go do there are so many more places to do it sure and it doesn't cost you as much as sporting clays or nor take as much time Right, right. That's the thing is a sporting clay round will take you, a, you know, a couple of hours in a lot of cases, right? At least. At mm-hmm. least, yeah. I was going to say a couple to a few. Um, since we're talking about CZUSA, can you recommend a gun for skeet and a gun for trap? Yeah, we have a couple guns for that. Um, if if uh, if if we're going to shoot trap, we have a couple guns. We have one that's particular. It's called an All-American Trap Combo, and it's a yes. two-barrel set. It is a has a uh, unsingle barrel with a free floating aluminum rib that has adjustable point of impact, so it's great for single going away targets. It also comes with a over under barrel, so that if you wanted to shoot doubles or just sporting clays in general or skeet, you could do that too. So it's kind of an all around gun, although it does have 32 inch barrels. Both barrels are 32 inch. Uh, American. Uh, the All-American is good for either trap or skeet as well, and we make that in a 30 or 32-inch sold 
it's individually it doesn't come with unsingle. That's just an all American trap combo. Right. I'm looking at the pictures of those right now. But I, I really yeah, think that all American trap combo is a cool gun because you have that option of adding that second barrel, which I've never seen anybody do before. That's kind of unique to you guys, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a tool made for the American trap shooting game for sure. Because a lot of the fellas and ladies across the country who shoot uh, competitive trap will shoot both doubles and singles. Right. And in doubles trap, you have two targets coming out at one time, one going right, one going left, sure. and they're in a fixed position. So you gotta have obviously two barrels to shoot that. Uh, yeah. So there's that gun. We have a redhead target which is a 30 inch target gun it's kind of a universal gun it's good for just about anything including hunting birds if you wanted to okay um you know it's great so that in anyway i explained trap skeet is where you shoot uh at eight different shooting stations it's kind of a, a complete half circle and you have a target coming out of a high house at 10 feet and you have a target coming out at a low house at four feet and those targets kind of cross out in front at a slight angle. And uh, it's shot on eight stations, some stations with pairs, some stations with just singles. But it's a it's a 24-bird game with a one-target option. So it's a, it's, an, it's a nice gun, or it's a nice game to, to, to shoot if, you're, if you uh, want to learn how to swing the gun. Because right. that is a gun, that is a game where you have to, you have to move. You have to plan your shots pretty well. Yes. Yes. No, I'm, I've certainly done all those the stra trap and skeet and sporting clays. And, and one of the things that I've noticed that skeet helps me do better at is, is dove hunt because there's so much with that particular upland bird zigging and zagging in the sky when it gets shot at, you know, that definitely adds a whole level of, uh, of mystique to it all, I guess is the best way to say it. <laughs> So. Yeah, they're tricky dove hunting. They, they they look like they're flying straight, but they're not. They're, Our they're, they're yeah. darting and going back and forth. Our they Texas doves are just awful. It. Yeah, they're they're just they go they zig and zag and go up and down and everything. And it's just like, oh, okay. I thought I had that one. I thought I had a good shot on that one, but then it moved. So, That's you right. Know. You know, I had a, I had a great dove hunt this past season there in Dehanas, Texas, mm -hmm. and uh, shot some white wings. It was great. I just I love it. I love going down there for that. Yeah, we've got some really good uh, migratory bird stuff going on here in Texas. And, you know, if you go even further south of the border, you know, Argentina obviously is known as a dove destination. Mexico, you know, they're, they're just stories of, of just awesome harvest in a lot of those places. But I just like something being close to home and something I can go out and do. And, and really, I don't know what you think about, I know you're more of a competitive shooter and everything too, but it's a social sport, especially dove hunting in Texas it is. But, you know, I, I don't know where it is where you live, but uh, it just, it's, it's a thing to hang out and drink a couple of cold ones and and uh and just just enjoy each other's company yeah it's a great thing to do uh dove hunting is a huge has a huge economic impact to the texas market that's for sure mm -hmm. I, I actually went down and did a uh a dove hunting 101 clinic with a bunch of texas parks and wildlife uh, hunter instructors oh cool. education instructors down there at the national gun club in san antonio a couple years ago wow. and spent a few days teaching uh, wing shooting tactics to those instructors so they could then pass it on to their students. So I learned a lot about how many shots are fired and how, yes. how big of an impact dove hunting is in the state of Texas. It's pretty, pretty incredible. That's incredible. So we talked about the um, CZ All-American and then the All-American Trap Combo. What makes these guns perfect for these applications? You kind of talked about that before, but ideally, I know you were talking about competitive-wise, they really give you options, right? 
Well, you know, like the trap combo, for example, when it comes with the two barrels, it also comes inside of a, an Americase, an aluminum Americase, which is an airline-approved case. It's really heavy-duty. It's built wow. really, really well. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's it's really nice case. Uh, the gun comes with 11 choke tubes so that you're not having to always pull a modified out of your unsingle to chase it down and put it into your over under barrels. You know, that is really smart. That so is you really have cool. lots of, lots of options there. Yeah. The gun also, and above and beyond all that, the gun is fully adjustable. So the trigger position is adjustable. The butt plate is adjustable for cast yes. and length. Uh-huh. It has a four way adjustable comb and, um, all the components inside are, are drop in parts. There's no fitting. Uh, it has three different sized locking lugs. So the gun after 50,000 rounds, you think you need to tighten it up a little bit or 60,000 rounds, whatever it might be. You can go to the next size locking lug that bites into the mono block to hold the barrels tight. Uh, bushings in the receiver carry the firing pin. So then in time, uh, if you shoot a couple hundred thousand rounds out of the gun, if you know, most people don't shoot that in a lifetime, but if you shoot a hundred thousand rounds and the firing pin, it wears into the bushing. The bushing and the pin are replaceable. It doesn't wear out the receiver. Really? So the gun never wears out. Yeah. That is really it's built, cool. built to be shot. Yeah, it's built to be shot, and it's built for competition in a lot of cases, right? Yep. I mean, that, just is. with that in mind, it's just the versatility that, that the CZ line of, of shotguns has is just is incredible, in my opinion, because you guys have thought out a lot of the longevity things of a of a, of a um a shotgun ownership, you know, uh, will this gun last a lifetime and can he pass it down to his grandkids? You know, that's something I always take for, um, take for account whenever I'm thinking of this kind of stuff is the legacy that a gun leaves a lot of times, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah. This is definitely one that your, your grandkids could shoot later, you know? So right, right. No right. Doubt. Uh, passing on. Yeah. The passing on thing. Um, so I'm just curious, we're kind of doing a show here about, um, what is the easiest way to get started in competitive shooting? Um, I'm just curious, you know, since you are a competitor, what would you do if you just wanted to start getting into competition shooting and what kind of uh, practice would you do? That kind of stuff. It's just a general question for you. Well, you know, being that you're in Texas, that is honestly, it's Texas is sporting clays capital of the world. Really? really? It's, uh, yeah. If you want to, if you want to shoot clay targets, being in Texas, that's the place to do it because, one, your weather is such where you can literally shoot almost all year round. Unlike me up here in Kansas City, it's it's cold <laughs> four or five. It seems like it's cold six months of this year. Yeah. It's it's still raining in 45 degrees outside right now. Goodness. But it's, um, uh, it, you know, your seasons are good. You have lots of opportunity, and there are a tremendous amount of sporting clays, trap and skeet fields right. clubs in the state of Texas. So you can look at the national sporting clays association website okay. and, and look for clubs and you can find those there. Um, there, there's just a tremendous amount of them. So there's, there's a lot of places to go do it. Amateur trap shooting association, uh, ATA, which is the, uh, governing body of American trap shooting. Uh-huh. You can find that there. Uh, NSCA is also the, uh, uh, it's also controlled and, and, uh, the governing bodies of the NSSA, which is national skeet shooting association right. is actually based in San Antonio, Texas. So oh, wow. like I said, clay shooting is, you know, 
in Texas, big time. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I've got listeners all over, you know, outside of Texas too. And it's just, I just wanted to give, you know, definitely go look at these organizations' websites, but find a, you know, what you're, what you're also saying is find a, a skeet club or a trap club or someplace that you can go learn about and, you know, learn to perfect your craft or not perfect your craft, but I mean, you know, get better at your craft. And then most of the time, those clubs and organizations will have shoots, correct? Competitive they shoots. They will. And, and more importantly, they'll have an instructor. Right. You find a, an instructor at that club, somebody to get you started off on the right foot. Mm-hmm. At least that way you understand the the etiquette of the game. Yes. The safety factor of how, you know, just overall safety of how to handle your gun properly on the range because it's it's just different. You know, strapped and skeet, even though you're handling your gun in a safe manner, you still have different there's different things that you do with sporting clays and you wouldn't do with skeet or trap. I've learned that um, over the years. You're right. You're yeah. very right about that. Yeah. Just, you do different things with the gun. So, and, um, uh, you know, so understanding how to do that so that you don't find yourself in an awkward situation when one of the club members yells at you for handling your gun incorrectly, right. you, you know, you don't want that, but at no. the same time, they can also get you, get you started out on how to start breaking targets. And that way you're not, uh, so intimidated by the game because it's it's you know you show up out there and uh, there'll be people that's been doing it a long time and you know most shooters though are really friendly and they welcome yeah. anybody to come in so it's a social sport like you were mentioning before like dove hunting but, sure um it's all about the people you meet and uh, the, you know the, the the clubs provide a, a great place for um meeting and, and handling business situations as well. I mean, I go sure. to a lot of, a lot of, a lot of clubs for business meetings. So really? it's, it's cool. a great game. Yeah. It's a great oh, game. Sporting clays is absolutely the most fun you can do. You well, can have. and I also think what I've had in my shooting career, you know, especially with shotguns is a good mentor. I don't know what your thought is about that, but somebody that you can trust that, that will give you good advice, that you will go shoot with you. I mean, finding somebody like that, if you can, you know, can be helpful as well, right? Oh, absolutely. You, you don't want to walk into it blind. Uh, you know, it'd be like, I don't know, there's just there's so many things to it that you want to sure. understand. And yeah. uh, just, number one, you just got to understand the... Uh, the etiquette of the game right and the safety and everything for sure yeah and just getting started and i was going to ask you too i'm really big about getting kids in the outdoors and that's kind of what i'm going to talk to dustin ellerman about on the show as well is is how he gets kids involved in shooting but give us your tactics on how to get kids involved in shotguns and how to um what kind of cz products might serve them well well first off uh you know taking kids to the range when I say kids, I'm talking people who haven't shot before. Right. You get somebody started. If you if you got a young boy or girl that's in the 12, 13 year old range, or even lo- even even younger, as long as they're physically capable of making a good shot and holding the gun and, and dealing with a little bit of recoil, sure. Then uh, then maybe they're ready. You know, some people are. It takes them longer to get going on uh-huh. something like that and. The noise is a big issue. Whatever it is you do, start with the very basics. Sure. So a target that's incoming, high, floating into them, or a nice slow outgoer is where you want to start new people. Okay. Uh, young or old, doesn't matter. Sure. And uh, uh, try them with a gun that is not very heavy but is also has uh, – um, it, it opens and closes easy so that you can, you can uh, 
easily manage the gun. We make a couple of guns like an Upland Ultralight, which is really lightweight shotgun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to make sure with like any any gun when you start out a new shooter, make sure that you're shooting low recoil shells. Right, right. I was just going to mention that. Yep. Yeah, it's really it's crucial. Um, you know, everybody's thinking that a 20 gauge is the way to go. Uh, you know, it, 20 gauges are great. I, I, I'm I prefer starting somebody really with a 12 gauge with a lightweight one ounce load. Okay. Or even seven eighths ounce load mm-hmm. because it's basically the same as a 20, and the guns usually weigh a little bit more. So that's the really smart. Yeah, really that's really less. cool. Yeah. Now that that yeah. makes because you want what I always say about getting new shooters, whether it's adults or kids, started is you want easy wins. You want scalable easy wins. And mm-hmm. you want things that are going to be a situation that they're not going to feel intimidated in. They're not going to feel barked at, you know, if they do the wrong thing. But, you know, you want them to be safe, but you also want them to succeed, you know. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I just came back from Texas the day before yesterday, actually. I was oh, down cool. in Austin. Yeah, I was in Austin, that's, that's Texas. near where I live. I live in the suburbs of Austin. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah I was down there for a, a, a national a Girl in a Gun conference. And we yeah. were, I, was, I had 350 women that was there. and It was great. Um but you know the, the the main thing is uh we, when you get these young people new people however old they are doesn't matter as long as they're new to shooting sure get them shooting a shotgun make them understand what it's about cut a shotgun shell open so they see what's inside and understand a little bit about how it works and that will just get them more in tune with what's happening so that they realize uh you know what is going on? I had a gal come into one of my classes two days ago and asked me what the difference between a rifle and a shotgun was. Oh boy! And and you know what? That was a valid question. Yeah, for sure. It was absolutely nobody a told question. her. Yeah, nobody nope, told her. She yet. didn't know. Yeah, she uh-uh. didn't know. So she was a new shooter. <laughs> right. And you know what? She broke more targets than the, some of the other ladies that were in my in my uh, class. So right. it, she just didn't know. But boy, she could handle the gun well. She broke birds. So she she went away with a positive attitude and understanding of what shotgun is and how to shoot basically targets right and so that's that was a real win not only for her but for me because i always always want to feel good about what i'm teaching people oh sure but you want to set them up for success quickly uh everybody wants to hit a target and feel like they can do it yes. so that's why target selection shell selection gun selection is very important um cz makes a series of guns that are easy to operate like the drake it, it doesn't have auto ejectors, so it's really easy to open. You're not having to cock those springs when you open it. So uh, it's just it's just really it's really easy to open. So, um, it, it, you know, it, that's one gun that's a great choice. We make other couple that are like the lady, the SCTP Sterling that's really geared towards um, either right-handed or left-handed shooter that has high cheekbones, long neck, like typically seen in a lot of women. Yes. Um, and uh, several different adjustable length buttstock uh, semi-autos that are very quickly to adjust to the shooter. So you got one person that's tall, as much length, you can push a button and shorten the stock. So it's really, really easy. Um, so those tools will help your students get better quicker sure. and actually they'll they'll have success and then they're going to want to do it again yes so you got to be that's the main thing you got to hit a target or they're not going to want to do it again right right let them hit a target that's good that's great and uh what the other thing i'm in love with the cz usa line of um of shotguns is the wood grain i mean i'm a sucker for a nice wood grain on a shotgun or a rifle and you guys have that down (laughs) 
So I just like yeah, to say Turkish that. walnut is some of the most beautiful wood in the world, and uh, we make a gun now. It's called the Supreme Field, and it has grade three Turkish walnut. Uh-huh. It is absolutely stunning. They're they're beautiful. It's hand engraved. The wood's grade three. The whole package is just outrageous. Oh my and, gosh! Uh, we make a twenty eight, a twenty, and a twelve gauge. And uh, it's been it's been a hot one. It's new for 2018. So that's super. Supreme field. It's awesome. That's awesome. Well, that about wraps up our time together. Um, I at least just wanted to to give you a plug if people want to find out more about you and what you do in shooting, and then also about CZ USA. Yeah, I appreciate that. If you want to check out CZ USA's website, it's uh, czusa.com. Uh, I actually have a website. It's millershootingsports.com. Cool. And uh, you can check out some of the things I've done and you know, also, but more importantly, check out, check out those guns that we, that I worked so hard to, to produce. So we got some neat stuff in there. You know, you're just a wealth of knowledge on, um, on just the shooting sports and just in general, you know, um, all the, all the different shooting sports around shotguns. And I just, I, I've learned a lot on this show. I really have. This has been great. I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. And there he goes, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Miller from MillerShootingSports.com and CZUSA.com. Um, fantastic guy, great pro staff guy, the kind of guy that you want to have on your team when it comes to shooting sports. And uh, a company cannot chose uh, have chosen a better guy to represent CZUSA because he did a fantastic job on that show, uh, on that on that segment. So I really, really, really appreciate his time and uh, him uh, checking out our show and. Uh, checking out what we're up to so anyway next up i've got dustin ellerman again sponsor for the show cz usa cz-usa.com or czusa.com will get you to cz's website fantastic lineup of rifles of handguns and of shotguns uh accessories they also do uh silencers and those kind of things uh for rimfire uh, fantastic lineup of different things that you can find at your local gun store as well as online at czusa.com and be sure to check that out. This next segment is going to be Dustin Ellerman. Him and I are going to be talking about getting kids started in the shooting sports and what kind of guns to lead the way with as far as uh, and what kind of targets and those kind of things that you can engage your kids with. Uh, some new innovative ideas here on target options that you may not have thought of uh, for getting your kids outdoors and uh, I just love this stuff. I love getting kids involved in the shooting sports uh, archery whatever the case may be um but uh, i just uh, the the firearms world is is a better place because of cz usa and what they have to offer and i just can't wait to share this with you here's my interview with mr dustin ellerman from history channel's top shot and our texas fishing game shooting editor here we go Joining me on the phone, Mr. Dustin Ellerman, back from SHOT Show Days, and um, we talked, we had a good little interview together there, and uh, back with us again, welcome back to the Best of the Outdoors podcast, Dustin. Hey, thanks for having me, Dustin. (laughs) Two Dustins, one podcast again, I love it. Um, So, tell us a rundown of what's going on with your marketing camp and what what you're doing with your camp stuff for youth, and uh, I just want to get into some, some details on getting you started in shooting and that kind of stuff with uh, CZ Firearms. Awesome. Well, cool. So, well, the marksmanship camp started after our one top shot. We had uh, our summer camps. You know, I work at Camp His Way, and so we've been doing summer camps for over 20 years now. Wow. Um, we, we stay fully booked. Uh, and so I, after one top shot, I was like, oh, man, I didn't mean to do that, <laughs> except that was really awesome, but I didn't expect it. Right. Uh, and. The camp's already to capacity. He's like, what are we going to do? I was like, I know. 
let's just do a marksmanship camp program focused on kids and shooting. And, uh, and we, and so I kind of built this program with a top shot theme and we, uh, take a, a relatively small amount of uh, participants at a time. Cause we only take 12 for a marksmanship camp because it's so hands-on. Right. Uh, it kind of like, Hey, you can't have 200 people on top shot. Same thing with this. Yeah. And so it really, we just set up, I set up the camp like things I wanted to do. So I wanted to ride down the zip line shooting a paintball gun. So <laughs> we rigged up the zip line to ride down with a paintball gun. Um, <laughs> We we have fully we have fully suppressed like twenty four guns that we use at the range day from anything from Henry lever actions, Savage single shots, well courts and customs, just like I shot on the show, um, uh, Smith and Wesson MP fifteen twenty twos. We introduced the can cannon and started using even my Barrett Model ninety nine fifty BMG with reduced loads. Wow! Uh, yeah, for the kids this year, yeah, they only get one shot because you know it's like seven bucks a box. I know every time you <laughs> pull the trigger, it costs something. Yeah, I know how that goes. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's it's a blast, and we uh, uh, so we have those select weekends in the spring and fall. We finally started letting dads deal in and and play as well. Cool. Uh, beforehand. It's kind of like summer camp. It's like, hey, guys, this is for the kids. You know, y'all just right. sit back and watch. Right, right. But it, it, I got tired of them asking every time, can we play, can we play? So they can play now. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that's nice of you to let Dad have a chance, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, t- I warn them, though. It's like, you're shooting all these nice guns and stuff. You know, marksman camp's only like 250 bucks for the weekend, and that's all meals, like, activities, <laughs> and lodging. But in the long run, it's going to cost you like fifteen hundred to three grand because you're going to go home and you're going to want to buy all yep. the stuff that yep. we use. Yep, for sure, I get it. No, that's great. <laughs> that's funny, man. That's great. So we're talking today about CZ because they're sponsoring the podcast. Uh, what experience do you have with some of the CZ guns, especially the handguns? I know you're big into handguns. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Oh man, the CZ P09. I did uh, right after it came out. And I still remember it just because it was one of the most accurate out-of-the-box pistols I'd ever shot. Um, I was shooting some Black Hills ammo in it, and I started off at like 25 yards, and the sucker's, you know, like, kind of like one hole in it, but wow. it was high. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, shoot, it's high. Um, I just started backing up, and I ended up at 100 yards shooting a uh, plate rack down. Like, almost 100% accuracy, because the sights just ended up being zeroed for that. So I'm shooting 8-inch plates at 100 yards. I'm from a bench. But I was just like, that was too cool. So I had to go get a video camera, and you can find that on YouTube still. Uh, But that was was one of my most favorite just out-of-the-box guns that's just super accurate, because they've... You know, the CZ-75, they're built on that same type of action and the way they, they do their frame where that, that the kind of the frame hugs the slide. Right. And, yeah. you know, the full length of it, super solid and a super tight lockup, great trigger, and, man, it, it, it was working. I like it. No, that's super, man. I mean, they, they've really been innovative in a lot of the, the handguns they've come out with, like the P10 I talked about earlier before we started recording. Uh, I, I was complimenting the guy on, uh, that I interviewed earlier. Um, 
on this podcast, uh, Dave Miller, and I said, man, that the wood that they use in their shotguns, Turkish walnut, and it's some of the most beautiful mm. gun wood I've ever experienced out of a production-made gun, you know, uh, long rifle. And, I mean, I just, I, I've got a, a place in my heart for that stuff, man. I don't know what it is. I just love that wood. So... Yeah, you talked about cool looking. It made me think of the uh, CZ Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's one like, I mean, it, it, it's it's a it's a military one they adapted for civilians. But uh, man, that sucker just looks cool. It's like, it's like it is. It's straight out of the video games, and that's always smart when they, uh, you know, well, not that you know that they made it from the video game, right. but Call of Duty and stuff made it really popular. And then you allow, you know, you come out with a civilian version for it. That's just, that's smart thinking right there. Cause everybody's right. just like, that, that looks awesome. And they kind of, they, they were early on that pistol caliber carbine type phase. And I had a video on Facebook, um, <laughs> goofing off with the Scorpion cause it was the pistol brace version. So, yes. you know, you don't, you got a shorter barrel, but you don't have to, uh, uh, you don't worry about that stamp. And yes. uh, I so I strapped it to my arm just like a pistol brace is supposed to do. Right. And I'm riding in a in a in a, in a uh, Yamaha uh, Rhino uh-huh. <laughs> while I'm shooting. You know, dri- driving oh, at nice my gosh. range and just just ping 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 hit the still target. Oh my god! Yeah, CZ Scorpion for sure. There's the EVO three and the EVO S one and the EVO three S two, and it's just a really cool looking gun. Um, you know, it is kind of futuristic looking. Was what I said before we started recording. Well, and, and I'm looking right now, you know, we're talking about youth. It's like, they got this 527 youth carbine. Yep, I'm looking at that um, right now, too. Dude, that looks, I love the European look of it. Uh-huh. And you can tell just by the stock difference, uh, it kind of drops that comb. And, and, of course, it's shorter. Right. Uh, coming in 223 and 762 by 39, I was like, I want to play with that. <laughs> it, it, it needs threads, of course, because I need right. to put a suppressor Suppressor, of course, you got to put that, a suppressor uh, on it. Uh, that's a sure. neat looking one. Yeah, that's cool. And that's what I wanted to get into this show, talking with you about this interview, is um, how to get kids started right. Because you, you, you start kids all the time in the shooting sports and help them become, quote-unquote, marksmen in the shooting sport at a young age. Um, what kind of things do you look for in um, in how – like, for instance, my son is right-eyed, uh, right-handed, but he's left-eyed dominant. How do you handle something like that ah. with a rifle? Yeah, gotcha. Well, that's one of the first tests we do when they get to marksmanship camp because we start on primitive weapons like right. archery and whatnot. And it, well, it, you know, I've, I've done this for gosh six years, seven years now, right. and so I can I can spot a kid from forty yards away and know, oh, you're lefty by the way they handle a rifle or sure. the the bow because they're going to cock that head in a awkward uh, position. And right. it, and then as a as a dad, if you're not used to that, you know, if this is the first kid you you've taught, taught to shoot, you're going to just wonder why they can't hit the target. And a lot of times, they they're picking up the front sight with their dominant eye, but they're trying to shoot off the right shoulder because right. that's what they've been doing with toy guns because they're yep. right-handed and they never had to aim before. Yep. And so as you know, uh, just if they're left eye dominant, well, by golly, you've got a left-handed shooter. Right. And so with the exception of pistols, uh, you do all long guns from your left shoulder. You're going to shoot a left-handed bow. Because you can train your hands, but you can't train your eyes. Now, right. there's ways around. You know, some people handicap themselves. And I'm big in action shooting, like three-gun. Yes, I know. And in archery, I'm shooting fast and, you know, recurves, just reloading speed, reloads and doing stuff at camp like that. Um, 
and both eyes open, you know, that gives you, of course, 75% more vision on the left side of your head if you're right-eyed. And uh, the depth perception and the ability to pick up, you know, targets moving better. And uh, and so I really want to train them to shoot with both eyes open. Sure. Uh, But, you know, there's the other school of thought there. They they put, like, they smear Vaseline on their shooting glasses or put a piece of tape there (laughs) and just so you can – block out your dominant eye in order to force your non dominant right. eye to shoot. And man, I don't I don't I can't come up with a reason to do right. that unless you discovered it late in life and you couldn't train yourself the other way yes. around. Yeah, so I see that. Once you find that, I mean it just a couple thousand repetitions with a BB gun or airsoft and it'll feel just as natural to them. Okay. No, it's good to know. Because that is a thing that a lot of a lot of young shooters, you know, is finding that dominant eye and finding to make sure that they're gonna be shooting the gun on the right shoulder and aiming the right way and those kind of things. So I, I definitely wanted to bring that up. But you know, giving them something I talked about on the other show that I do with Dave Miller um you know easy wins is so important isn't it yeah yeah make it making it so they got that satisfaction right right exactly that's where i'm going with yeah that. you don't want to you don't want to uh try to set up hey y'all shoot a golf ball at 100 yards for your first right, <laughs> right. it's gonna suck yeah. and i guess that's where my shooting range really comes in handy because i have probably uh, several thousand dollars worth of steel targets sure and so you got a good chance of hitting something just by shooting. <laughs> right. But with the proper fundamentals. And there's been, oh, probably, oh, we've had over eight, 900 kids come through camp, marksman camp, and uh, maybe two or three of them just didn't pick up, uh, like, a, a certain sight picture, mm-hmm. you know, uh, easily enough. Right. And so that's when it's nice to have backups. So, like, they had trouble with the traditional irons. Well, it's like, well, try this Savage Rascal with a peak sight. And all of a sudden, they're drilling everything. I don't know what the deal was with the other gun, but, you know, because I draw the sight pictures and everything. But, you know, so you have to diagnose fundamentals. But, uh, man, we've got every single kid that's come through for the last umpteenth years that will end up marksman camp, drill in a golf ball with a quartz and custom from 50 yards um, within the first two shots. Uh-huh. And yep. so you know, it's it, it just uh in in and the, the coolest I love the, I love the campers that come that never handled a gun, especially the girls. Uh cuz you know, they listen and it's like, "Ah, you teach them right. Here's the fundamentals. Here's how to do the trigger press. Line the sights like this, hold it steady, and ping, you know, they're hitting every time." And so uh, that's why I do like I, I hardly ever shoot at paper. We shoot mm-hmm. at paper at marksman camp um first time just to diagnose, make sure nothing's going crazy. Right. You know, they're on target, they're close, and then we just we just keep tightening groups from there. And a lot of times we just do it with freshly painted steel, which is fun, reactive, and, uh, you know, gives you that proper feedback. Right. And when you do it suppressed, it's almost loud. Yeah, because you just hear the ding instead of hearing the, the, you hear the report of the bullet louder than you hear the gun, I imagine, right? Oh yeah, well the report, of, well the 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 smacking of the bullet. That's what I mean. Because we the use, report, yeah, that, we that, that's the what I mean. Stuff report, even. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. And that's and that's something too is, you know, it's not just about suppressors being cool. Um, it's uh, it helps. Well, one as a safety sense 
because you're more aware. You don't right. have muffs on, you know, dampening commands. It helps in a social sense because, hey, we can all just talk. And, you know, it's kind of like golf. It kind of right. takes that that everybody's kind of quiet when someone's shooting, but, but you can still socialize. Sure. Uh, but it makes them better marksmen mm-hmm. because it takes away the psychological effects of the explosion happening right, right by your face. The loud, I mean, the loud. It's 22 bullet, rifles right. are... Yeah, they're quieter than a pellet gun now, and so they shoot better, too. And so it's, it's just fun stuff. I really like that. No, that's great. And, I mean, I, those are good tips to, to kind of get started with everything because, I mean, I, I help a lot of kids. Uh, I've helped a lot of kids over the years through my YouTube videos and stuff like that. I know you do, too, when it comes to, to shooting, you know, basics. But, you know, um, I every chance I get a chance at, at these camps that my son goes to to jump in in the archery stuff and, um, you know, teach, teach just a little bit of what I know. And, I mean, just to see that reaction of the kids enjoying the time in the outdoors and hitting a bullseye or whatever the case may be makes it all worth it doesn't it oh yeah it's awesome i i have a a video of a kid uh it's on the cover page of the marksman camp uh have facebook page but um the cover video little nine or ten year old hitting steel and it's his very first shot on steel with that suppressed rifle and he turns around just like in wonder like (laughs) did you hear that did you see that was awesome that was awesome (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so Very funny! Cool. No, that's cool. So the 527 carbine, which is a um, youth uh, variant of uh, of a CZ rifle, uh, you mentioned it earlier. It comes in 223 or 556. It'll shoot either one, um, and uh, 762 by 39. Some people will disagree, like you know, about hunting with a 223 hunting deer. My my son is um, is is kind of growing into going to harvest his first deer and. 223 if it's loaded right is not that bad of a of a of a you know weapon and then the the 762 by 39 is not far away from a 3030 as you know right correct yep i can't say i've ever killed a deer with a 223 never tried i've uh, killed a bunch I of deer killed, <laughs> i've killed a lot of hogs right with and um it, it, it honestly it comes down to shot placement more right. than the caliber right now you know i shoot i i've had my kids actually shot most of our deer with 300 blackout. Right. And I never had one. Um, we never had one get away, but we never had a good exit wound. Mm-hmm. And so if you're tracking, that's not cool. Right. But, but yeah, I mean, it, and that's important too, is that your kid can shoot the caliber well. If they're scared of it, they're going to miss. Yeah, that's so yeah. important. I'm so glad you said that. Yep. Slam their eyes shut, pull the trigger. I remember the first time I shot my dad's FKF, you know? Yep. I'm like 13 or something. I totally shut my eyes, struck the trigger, and then wondered <laughs> why I didn't hit the target at all. Oh, no, no, no. That was all me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just so got to hope we, for the best, right? <laughs> yeah. Just... And so, of course, that's why we love training with a, uh, a 22. It get that psychological factor. Sure. And, you know, I'll do the little switcheroo, and I think maybe even you, you were talking to me about it. Someone was, you know, have them with a twenty-two long rifle upper in the same optic. Yeah. Um, oh, no. It, it, it was, I think, my uh, a suppressor buddy of mine. And, you know, you switch it out with a 6.8 or a 300 blackout right. upper. Right. The kid doesn't know any different. And, you know, all they do, they put the dot on the deer, and it... it they may not even know it recoils if they're in the moment, you That's know, right. more than normal. That's right. Uh, but uh, it's about that practice, and and you you need something to not. 
scare the mess out of them, so they actually right. make a good shot. And as I talked about in the shotgun podcast, it's it's you know it comes to or the shotgun segment I should say of this show, uh, it comes down to easy wins and not scaring them for the recoil and scaring them for the um, you know for the the the, the noise you know. Um, you know, and that's what suppressors help us do. That's what, um, you know, good shooting skills and starting small with something, maybe like an air gun and get the shooting fundamentals down and then moving into something like a, a larger caliber or 22 in a firearm world, you know, um, that, that's kind of what I try to do when I teach for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and once they get old enough, they, they almost like a little more recoil. Right. Um, they expect 12 year old. Yeah, Bowers, uh, actually Tom Bowers, a Bowers group, uh, stopped by here on his way back from the NFA review last week. And uh, my 12-year-old's out there dumping probably five or six full auto mags through the MP5 demo gun oh and just gosh. soaking it up. <laughs> He's shooting my, uh, my my Savage 308 with the uh, the Verse 30 and just right. like casual other <laughs> he just he, he's loving the recoil now oh wow and so uh so so they, they'll get to that point you know yeah. so if my 12 year old's loving a 308 then you know it, it's all downhill from there right. now he did not like my 338 lapua last that that's a bit of a kicker there dustin isn't it <laughs> well I, you know i i just describe it as an, a, a long push yeah but i guess when you're half my size and you know, probably awkwardly trying to get on the scope. It, 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 it shocked him a little. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. I get that. I I just, uh, but, you know, something like a 762 by 39 that the CZ uh, 527 youth carbines in, it's it's an intermediate cartridge, right? So, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where it's not fully, you know, a 22, but it's not fully a, you know, 30-06 either. It's kind of in between, and I think that's a comfortable, and it's a fairly accurate round. It wasn't ever designed for accuracy. It was designed for the, designed for the AK-47 but and the SKS, but, you know, its predecessors. But, you know, it's you can get those in. My favorite loading for the... Um, for the 762 by 39 Wolf makes a 154 grain uh, soft point, and that has been a great hog and deer round for me. Really, for the 762 by 39? Yeah, for the 762 by 39. Yes. Ooh, I like that. So there's something to, to, to chew on there, and then for the 223, I know you said you haven't killed, you've killed hogs but not deer. I've actually shoulder shot deer with a Federal Fusion 62 grain. Oh. And have had success with that. Even my father-in-law, you know, slaps me on the back of the the the, the back, and he says, "Well, um, you know, that deer didn't go down right away. Well, we found him within 20 yards of the gunshot, you know, uh, <laughs> of the where I shot him. And so, I mean, those two rounds, you know, Wolf 154 grain for for 39, and then the uh, 223 with the Federal Fusion 62 grain. I mean, that, that, those have kind of been my pet rounds to go to for you know non-cut. I don't have the time to reload, but um, you know, for factory ammunition, if you will. Yeah, and, and the great thing about that stuff is it's, it's some of the most inexpensive ammo out there. That's true. So you could easily turn that gun into a recreational gun for your kid right. and just clean it up for deer season, you know, yeah. that wolf and Tula stuff pretty uh, corrosive. I mean, not corrosive, just dirty. Right, um, right. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I could totally see my 
twelve-year-old overheating the barrel if I didn't. <laughs> well, this, this the, the two the five twenty-seven is a bolt action, but I, I guess you I guess you have a point there. <laughs> oh so. no! Oh no! That don't matter to him. He's gonna <laughs> stuff those mags and launch them and <laughs> start launching them. I love it. That's great. But that's one youth gun I thought that would be a good one to talk about for off-season shooting, and then you know getting ready for hunting season is the five twenty-seven youth carbine. But um, you know you make you make some great points about you know not making it too scary for them because i'm teaching my son archery right now and i'm just trying to captivate his interest so he keeps coming back to it and that's what i try to do with the shooting sports too is do make make it you know somehow interesting enough play a game you know the the things that you have with the painted steel targets and reaction targets and stuff like that is really cool as well yeah yeah and and that's you know easy to do and you know when i was young and didn't have a budget for steel uh steel targets one of my favorite targets was just ice and okay. actually we still use that at marksman camp really okay. um, one of the challenges we'll, we'll have about 24 um you take a solo cup and you can drop some you know uh, food coloring in it yeah and then go out there and just blast away it, it, it's so cool to the kids we we don't tell them it's ice Right and uh, and so what we do is we call them uh, dihydrogen monoxide targets <laughs> that we uh, you know we pour into molds. Yeah, you get an H two O. We pour into molds a week early, dye it, and then store at a sub freezing temperature. Oh boy! And if you hit them dead center, they vaporize. All right, so let me get this straight. Um, do you do you put do you actually take them out of the solo cup as uh, as and, and yeah. you freeze them, put them upside down, pull out the solo cup, and then shoot the block, right? Yeah, run a little, okay. run a little water over the cup. They'll drop right out. Sure. Or if you have, you know, to go travel to a range, they'll be melted enough to drop out. Okay. Too. I just want to and, make sure I understood you. That's all. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and of course, you can just take ice cubes. Even you know, right. if you're going twenty-two precision, uh, we do paintballs. Um, we just put paintballs up on golf tees, <laughs> and the kids are whacking those at fifty <laughs> yards with us. 22 and it's neat because they vaporize and right. uh you know when you're shooting suppressed you actually hear the paintball popping down range <laughs> that's too much fun man <laughs> and, and yeah and, and and that's like that's free you know you just you just dump some ice out I love it. we've done it when we do long range so you don't you know you're shooting seven eight hundred yards don't want to go back and clean it up uh, take like those ice cream buckets and mm-hmm. fill them up and, oh, them okay. you know, and then once you connect, okay, we'll pick out the bigger pieces and, and blast them. Okay. And, and yeah, it's like shooting glass without a cleanup. So that's really it's, cool. So big, I never, you know, kids and reactive and all that. And, you, and it's even safer. <laughs> if you got to shoot it close, it ain't going <laughs> to splatter on you. And right, back. right, right, right. We had a big cleanup. And I guess when, uh, I haven't seen any videos of this, but I guess when the ice is hit, it kind of explodes with color, I guess. Is that right? With the, with the food coloring? Oh yeah. It'll, it'll, you know, you got colored pieces that go everywhere. It'll, okay. It'll that's splash, what I thought. Depending on how well you hit it. And that's the, strategy this is a team game that mm-hmm. we uh we set them all up the whole team on the firing line with single shot savages and uh we'll tell them you because okay, so we give them each 10 rounds and then we set all the targets up down range and tell them if the person you know the team that has the most rounds left at the end wins so mm-hmm. it's an accuracy challenge sure but it's also one where they need to work together with teamwork and call their shots so that's the shooting with both eyes open. Right. You know, you can call your shots better if you're looking with both eyes. Yes. And so if you if you nick one, that's a hit. But 
you know, you may argue with your teammates about wasting another shot if you know you hit it, but they can't, they don't believe you or, right. you know, but if you hit it dead center, it vaporizes and there's oh, no that's argument. So and cool. so it's a, it's, it's a fun one. Well, and then, uh, back to CZ, the, uh, CZ rimfire, they've got an integral suppressor for their varmint barrels. Um, that's something you're really into, right? Is the integral suppress, integrally suppress, I should say. Um, I've played with a few of them and they're some of the quietest because, you know, when you integrally suppress, that's such a weird word. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm tripping all over it here. You're having trouble with it, too, I guess. So. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. My videos are full of me stumbling over it. <laughs> but, but they're some of the quietest because they're really a huge suppressor. Right. And plus, they just look cool, uh, you know, because it's all, you know, built in. Right. The only downside of them is, you know, you got a tax stamp tied off to that gun. Right. right and right. so, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a different market, but it is a uh, uh, it, it's still, you know, it's it's effective in in what it does. Right. And especially when it comes to hunting, I mean, obviously there are a lot of reasons to use suppressors and those kind of things. Um, in air gun world, we call them uh, moderators, but um, the same yep. deal, basically. It's it's just that it, it keeps things quiet. I mean, um, it, it's good for the kids not having to wear a lot of hearing protection and that kind of stuff. It's good for you. You're not spooking all of God's creation out there. And uh, that's something I don't talk a lot about on this show is suppressors, but I think I see, especially when youth is involved, the benefits of it. Sure. And uh, another thing is uh, they're actually shorter. Because right. you don't have to mess with a tech, uh, a tech stamp for a SBR, but when you integrally suppress something, you know, over the full size, uh, you you end up with a shorter package. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, what other thoughts do you have for uh, for for getting kids in the outdoors? And just you and I talked about this in the last uh, regular podcast that we did, aside from the NR, uh, the uh, shot show coverage that we did. Um, what are some other tips that you have just in closing for um, for getting kids outside and enjoying the outdoors, enjoying the shooting sports? Well, uh, I know the one thing I try to do is make it about them. You know, sure. if you're dragging them to the range when you're just wanting to shoot, right? Uh, you're you're gonna not be as focused, and you're gonna want to do your own thing or set them up. And you know, here you shoot twenty two while I do my stuff. Right. And uh, if that's not when it works out well, you sure. know, the, and and it can be downright unsafe to sure. do it that way too. Yep. That's and so right. it has to just be planned for the kiddos to go and and teach them and spend time with them and so if you've got that at your motive you're gonna you're gonna do great and then just starting at their skill and as well as not being such a stickler for form um as long as they're safe you know we let them roll with it but you know i'll tell them later it's like hey you know that works for you but in the future if you work on this it will help you you know once you shoot a gun that actually recoils or something like that sure we've had some some dads you know you get those those ones that just want to coach their kids to do the best right uh as they're there the first time and then the kids get frustrated (laughs) right yeah exactly yeah and so it's like you know uh the the most common thing i see is okay i i teach a real aggressive stance because i come from a three-gun background you know standing unsupported and practical accuracy and controlling the recoil is a lot of what i do because shooting fast and, and getting the move and getting shooting at other targets, you know, that's three gun. Right. And so, but with kids, when they are smaller and weaker, they tend to have that backwards lean. And sometimes it's just necessary because they're not strong enough 
to hold the gun up in the proper stance. And right. so sometimes you have to just accept that, that, okay, he's eight. <laughs> yeah, <know>? exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. The rest will come later. And right. as it's more practical, as it's more uh, necessary. And so, uh, yeah, just, so just make it fun for him. Make it fun for him. Think about them. And, uh, man, it, it, it'll be a blast. No, that's great. I always I wanted to close with that too because I mean I really think making it about making the focus being their success is going to build yeah. their self esteem. You know, I mean I know you're really big about building self esteem in your marksman work. Um, you know, and just the fun of it. You know, it's just that's the reason why we get out. a lot of times we lose sight of that because we just want to turn our kids into great shooters and everything like that. We lose the sight of it being you know uh, entertaining. It's being God's creation that we're out in. That we're no matter what the weather or the wind or whatever is doing, I mean, that we're just grateful for the day, you know. And I, I don't think they can go without saying it for sure. Yeah, so. I mean, some of my fondest memories with the kids are just sitting in the hunting blind. Right, but man, my my nine year old, he was so stoked once. He packed lunch and dinner. We <laughs> stayed in the blind from like eleven a.m. to eight p.m. We didn't oh, get out or move. <laughs> It may have been even 9 p.m., but it was like, because we're hog hunting. Right. And I was like, I have never stayed out this long. Uh, but he, uh, it, it, man, he was committed. Wow. That's great. He was sold out on, on hunting for sure, right? Yeah, yeah, he was. That's great. Well, thanks so much. Is there anything else? How do people find you in social and, uh, and otherwise, Dustin? Oh, sure. Googling Dustin Ellerman will do it. But uh, marksmancamp.com. That's okay. the best way to get all the camp programs and then we're all over facebook too and uh if they're interested in marksman camp it's kids 9 through 13 and then teen 14 and, and up um but uh, it fills up quick so get on the email sign up list because uh what last camps were filled within 48 hours oh my gosh it, so well, that limited space yeah for sure yeah they're that popular that's wonderful all right so uh you're on facebook insta all that stuff i know youtube you got your own youtube channel with a big following and stuff so you people can find dustin Norman all over the place um so anyway thanks so much for joining me on the show dustin hey thanks for having me good times and there he goes, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dustin Ellerman from History Channel's Top Shot Season 3 winner. Of, back in 2012, he won History Channel's Season 3 of Top Shot. So, uh, got a lot of um, great things to say about the work that he does with kids, with his marksman camp, with his regular summer camp, Christian camp. Um, it's just fantastic stuff. And I I, uh, I know we talked a lot about a lot of products, but the CZ527 uh, youth model, fantastic adult rifle as well, and the adult version of it. But the 223 and, and the 762 by 39 fantastic first-time rounds, uh, low recoil, intermediate cartridges, intermediate cartridges, I should say. Um, fantastic for uh, for kids to get out in the outdoors and not be scared of recoil and that kind of stuff. My, my pet loads or my pet uh, factory rounds for the uh, 762 by 39 again is a Wolf 154 grain. I think they still make that. And uh, I've got a box of it here at the house that I use. And then uh, for the 223, the Federal Fusion 62 grain which is from federal's premium line of ammunition and kind of the higher echelon of of uh the ammunition they offer for performance and uh really cool round and i've taken a lot of hogs and deer with that particular round with that particular uh, brand of ammunition and they're a little bit more expensive than your regular 223 but really on the scale of things they're not really that bad things like 26 bucks a box of 20 which for you know premium ammunition that you're using you know uh 
high performance ammunition, you definitely want to consider spending a little bit more and getting your performance worth out of your money. Um, and that's definitely a good consideration there. So again, sponsored by CZUSA, that's cz-usa.com or czusa.com will get you to the same website and, uh, great, fantastic guys to, to work with there. Um, they've been an advertiser with us for a number of years now at Texas Fishing Game, and uh, we're just really, you know, thrilled to have them on board doing a podcast with us and um, uh, doing a sponsorship like this. So uh, again, check them out: rifles, handguns, uh, shotguns, uh, Turkish walnut on their shotguns. Their upper echelon of shotguns is fantastic, and um, just can't say enough good things about this company. So uh, definitely go check that out. Also, be sure to sign up for our newsletters, fishgame.com. We'll get you there, and on the sidebar, and kind of the sidebar down a little bit, you'll see a newsletter sign-up form, and you'll be able to, to register for our weekly newsletters. We have the Tactical Tuesday newsletter. We have the, I'm sorry, Tactical and Practical Tuesday newsletter. We have the Wildlife Wednesday newsletter, and then we have the Thursday Texas State of the Outdoor Nation newsletter. And this week, that's running in all three, this podcast is, so I'm excited about that. Uh, with CZ's logo, and uh, that's really cool that we have the opportunity to, to work together like that. So however you're listening, please feel free to subscribe to the show. It does not cost you anything to get a new one of these every week to two weeks, and um, got a fantastic lineup for the rest of the year uh, for some topics in the off-season and things you can do, as well as things in the uh, during the, the, the hunting season that you can do and fishing season you can do and all the different things that we cover here at Texas Fishing Game. Uh, a lot of great things. So thank you guys so much again for watching. Thank you so much for reading. Thank you so much for listening. Listening. Have an awesome day in the outdoors. We'll see you next time.